Well, last week we talked about a bite-sized superhero. Now, are we going to talk about some bite-sized children? That's right, we are continuing our talk of Miniaturized People Month (laughs) with (laughs) the 1989 (laughs) classic, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, on a very super small children edition of the review review Quirk work <laughs> who's shitting my cheerios that's not a line that's just it's not a, it's a kid in the cheerios it's in the kid. trailers uh, <laughs> welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Zelensky! <laughs> we are definitely on the fast track to pint size month. How about that? That sounds better. <laughs> than whatever you said in the beginning. Miniaturized people month? <laughs> Um, and we're we're doing it. We're doing, doing it. Doing it. Doing it. We're doing it. And tonight we're doing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We, we got, are. We got Moranis in here. Moranis. And the rest. Yeah. The guy from uh, Walking Dead that dies like the first half hour. That prick. Yeah. Was he the wife beater guy? No, he was the he was the dad of uh, the one little girl. <laughs> Like, he got, like, bit in the uh, arm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. He doesn't last long. Nah, he's dead meat. He dies, like, dead real, in the water. Real, real fast. Real fast. Also, somebody from, uh... Oh, now I've just lost the the, the thing. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. One of the kids is grows up to be one of the bullies in Edward Scissorhands. Okay. I think. Okay. Who knows? Jury's still out on that one. <laughs> but first, we'll lead, we'll lead We'll talk in, all about that later. We'll lead you into it with a little bit of news of the week, starting with JT, that SDCC yeah. is this weekend, starting it's, tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, today. I was wondering listening. if it... Yeah, because there's a big thing coming out on Friday. That's right. So we'll talk all about that sort of news. Not yeah. now. Not now. <laughs> but next week. That explains why I don't. Ha- I barely have shit for news. I got different type of news. Okay. <laughs> this week. Uh, so it should be fun. Okay. We'll get through it. Hey, Good. We're doing it. Good. We're doing it. <laughs> so check out all of the news next week. Probably just mostly news show. <laughs> depending on what our pick for next week. Mostly news show us. followed by. Uh, <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll tell you. We'll give you the we'll scoop you. on what we're doing next week. That's at the top of the hour. Uh, FXJT got the yeah. rights to Why the Last Man, Ooh. and they have started the casting process. As- I saw who they cast as Yurik, and I'm kind of for it. I am also... I don't know really much of what he is in. He looks like he would be good. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he would be the part of Barry Keegan is uh york brown and he's been in dunkirk and the killing of a sacred deer yeah yep okay, okay yeah that that's now i remember what he's from uh two films that i've not seen but he looks like he could play the part yeah I, the only thing i remember i don't remember him from dunkirk i don't remember anyone from dunkirk because <laughs> it's just a bunch of people ru- bum rushing around oh. but uh 
Killing of a Sacred Deer, he plays a really super weird dude. Mm. So, uh, but I'm sure he can be normal. Sweet. Well, York's <laughs> quite eccentric. Yeah. Um, they also casted Diane Lane to be playing York's mother. Okay. Uh, she's also a senator in the story. Yeah. Uh, they casted his sister. Her name is Hero. Yeah. Uh, Imogen Poots. <laughs> oh, nice. And get the poots in there. You got poots. You got poots. Yeah, no problems. That's what I've always said. I actually think she's a pretty decent actress, too. It just has a weird think, fucking name. <laughs> I don't think I've seen her in anything. If I have, I can't remember. I would think I would remember I'm watching somebody named Imogen Poots. <laughs> I've seen her in a, in a couple things. She's been in mostly smaller stuff, but the things I've seen her in, she's like, oh, she's actually pretty good. It's just that her name's Imogen Poots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Lashana Lynch is playing Agent 355, who's an important player in that story. And, excuse me, I'm dursting. My God. Getting through this news already. Uh, They casted today Amber Tamblin from House. Okay. Uh, She is playing the daughter of the President of the United States, who happens to be a man, so probably ends up dying. Yeah. And he was trying... This character does not exist in the book. Okay. But it's the daughter of the president who tries to bring her up uh, to uphold his conservative values. Oh, I see. That kind of a thing. I see. One of those guys. One of those kind of of deals. So, uh, FX, I think, is in a pretty good spot to be picking up the rights of this because it's a 99% all-female cast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that'll be yeah. refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a political slant in this, and I'm also assuming they're going to take a little bit from today's politics yeah. and put it in there. So yeah. I think they could have, if they play it well and play it right, I think they could have a hit on their hands. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it'd be curious to see because FX is owned by Fox and Fox is known for its right-leaningness. But then in the same sense, like if uh, it's, been known that Fox is willing to just flush all their values on the toilet if it means that they're going to make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Hence, Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Which is not right in the slightest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So, Disney will be acquiring FX. Oh, yeah? Okay. That's gone through. It's a deal. It's oh. a done deal. Oh, shit. Disney did it. Done did it. Disney d- they did it. They the, done did it. <laughs> Disney They're done. doing it. <laughs> They're doing it. <laughs> so, who knows what that'll... Hopefully they don't flush a bunch of stuff as they're trying... I would, I would think for I TV would think, stuff yeah. they wouldn't do that. Especially, yeah. Like, if, if the networks are operating to an extent that they're making money, I don't see why they would just change a shit ton of it. Just flush it down the turlet. Tur- <laughs> the turlet. <laughs> So hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, Walmart, reportedly, speaking of TV, Walmart is reportedly planning, did you hear this? They're doing their own streaming service? Yes. What? They're reportedly maybe planning it. They already own Vudu, yeah. which I didn't know. Okay. But I know they always have that little sticker on all their DVDs and Blu-rays, That's like, true. watch it on Vudu or yeah. whatever. So they own that, and you can also buy and rent stuff off there already. Yeah. But what all these other platforms that are successful have, like Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, blah, 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 yeah. HBO, yeah. Um, they have their own content. Voodoo yeah. is not their own content. It's yeah. just like movies and shit. What Netflix used to be when you can only get the discs. Yeah. like Or 
what it still is to you. Yeah. <laughs> it works, all right? <laughs> it's nice. Dude, I I feel weird now when I have to put in a disc to watch something. Like, I know I own it for like for the show, but I'm like, can I just stream it? Well, I watch a fuck ton of movies, so I it works out a lot better for me than to pay four bucks every time I want to watch something new. That's true. I mean, I still watch it on the disc. Yeah. But it's just such an inconvenience. I gotta dust it off. Oh my god. <laughs> we almost did that. We almost did that on uh, what was it Friday? Yeah, Friday when we didn't have power. Oh yeah. We tried watching something on my laptop. <laughs> How'd that go? I mean, we just kind of gave up and just played card games and got drunk. But <laughs> oh man, that sounds like a hell of a good time. <laughs> um. So yeah, check that out. I don't know if Walmart is ever going to really do that. It just sounded like they were threatening to do it. But even then... If <laughs> we'll do it, goddammit! It seems like an empty threat, because they could be like, I don't care. Like, you're yeah. not... The, people already have enough. They should just release, release like, an original show where they just follow people that go into Walmart with their security cams. <laughs> like, look at this fucking bozo. <laughs> look at this guy with his pants up his ass. Um, look at this fucking... 800 pound chick wearing only a wife beater <laughs> i i was in the article i was also reading too that they were trying to i don't i didn't agree with the statistic but they said that a lot of the people who have like uh amazon or hulu or netflix only live on the coasts yeah and they're trying to look for something that would be through all of middle america, america. Yeah, oh great like so middle... it's probably gonna be like a bunch of tim allen shit conservative <laughs> shit that's well maybe yeah but then i was like i don't think that's true like i think pretty much everybody has netflix and not maybe i there's a lot of people i know still from around here that are just like i just like my cable oh well yeah <laughs> and they were gonna try to undercut the price of like all the other streaming services oh, yeah. by like a couple bucks. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like an eight dollar price. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. But I don't even know if this is even real. So who knows? This another just... another wonderful piece of Troy's non news. Well, it, it is <laughs> kind of real news because I've heard it all week and I looked into it and I'm like, I don't think they're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm hesitant on even like saying it. Okay. But maybe I'm wrong. Moving on. I don't That's know. why you're a big person, Troy. You admit that you might be wrong. <laughs> That's right. I admitted a lot recently. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks for me. <laughs> Fucking wife. Oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, as we're on the Netflix train, let's try some of this news on yeah. for size, huh? Okay. <laughs> Let me try them on. <laughs> Netflix finally revealed... That uh, the Mark Miller properties that he's been threatening, yeah, for why is everyone threat? Why is everything threatening in your news? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. Uh, a lot of threats right before SDCC. They didn't. They couldn't get on there. I so swear now to God, I'm gonna do something creative, you yeah. fuckers. So Netflix finally revealed all the Miller World stuff that they got going on. Uh, not really with any fanfare, huge, yeah. but. They did have like a little animated thing that uh, they got three movies coming up yeah. and two series. Okay. Uh, the movies are going to be uh, a title called Empress, yeah. a title called Huck, and a title called Sharky the Bounty Hunter. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that one is at all. It sounds <laughs> dumb by the title, but maybe I'll be pleasantly Probably surprised. animated. <laughs> I don't know. And then the two series is going to be American Jesus 
and Jupiter's Legacy, which I hear are both very good. I've read Jupiter's Legacy. I like it a lot. Okay. And American Jesus uh, came out a while ago, and I heard it was pretty good. But I've also read Huck, and I've heard of Empress, and I really liked Huck. So if they make that a single movie, I think it could come off like pretty heartfelt and pretty pretty good. And Empress, uh, I heard it was okay. So hopefully they can nail it down on a movie. I like good things. Yes. Good input. <laughs> uh, so that. So you look excited for these Miller World properties, JT? Sure. Yeah. We'll see when they get here. Huh? Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll review one of them for the show. There you go. Mark Miller, get on the pod. We'll, we'll Come on, Mark. We'll put yeah. you on the pod. We'll talk it over with you, Mark. <laughs> yeah. We'll shoot the shit. I wonder how hard it would be to get him. Oh, probably very hard. <laughs> I don't know. I love watching you talk yourself out of things. <laughs> My last threat I got in here. <clears throat> My last bit of news is that um, Tom King currently is writing this uh, Batman run, and he's currently just had issue 50 come out. The yeah. big wedding issue of Batman and Catwoman. Oh, my Told God. you about it after the show last you week. You did. Uh, so <clears throat> he's known for a little bit of a slow burn yeah. and a little bit... Uh, of melancholy, mm-hmm. of the human experience in his titles. Yeah, yeah. He took uh, the title of Vision of, uh, a couple years ago for Marvel. Yeah. They made it like a deep, heavy, melancholy kind of story for this android and it ended up being very good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the one that you read that you really liked? Yeah, and he okay. brought that twist to almost every kind of title that he does. Yeah. So for Batman 50, uh, all leading up to the, the, the wedding or whatever... Mm-hmm. Had a, a big kind of like melancholy through line through all issue 50. But now 51 came out today. Yeah. And guess what now they got Batman doing? Uh, something melancholy? Jury duty. <laughs> like a whole issue <laughs> is Bruce Wayne being summoned to, to jury duty. Oh, uh, yes. And it's his thought process about how criminals should be punished and what have you. Exciting things in store for Bruce Wayne. Right right as off he, the heels of his wedding. Yeah, as he tries to not dodge jury duty because he's upholding justice in the, in the criminal process. This is the best way to fight criminals. I I didn't even want to include that, but I thought it was too funny. I, I, I hope it's like something like very like menial, like a traffic ticket. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I just saw the headline and read a little bit of the article before it spoiled the the issue for me or this whatever. This guy clearly parked in front of a fire hydrant. <laughs> this criminal should be punished. Go, goes out at night and beats the shit out of him as Batman. <laughs> what if there was a fire? <laughs> That's all my news, JT. That's all I got. It was really a slow news week. We burned right through that. Mm. Your car kind of bled into a handicapped parking spot, too. <laughs> I swear I won't do it again. Swear to me. <laughs> Breaks his legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Troy, looking forward to that Joker origin film. Yeah, I'm super curious about it. Bring <laughs> well, it on, it's going it to come out me. possibly sooner rather than later, Troy. Oh. In fact, it's already slated it's already for a filming. 2019 <laughs> release. Okay. All right. In uh, October 4th of 2019. All right. A little over a year. Okay. 
So get ready for that. That's the Wacking. The, the Wacky Wacky Wacking. <laughs> Great. Joker origin movie. Did you hear that? Um, oh shit! What's her name? From Three Billboards. Yeah, they approached Francis McDormand to yeah, be his yeah, mom, and she turned it. But down. she turned it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably a good choice. I don't yeah, know. Who yeah. We haven't seen it yet. I don't know. It could be good. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Francis, come on the pod. We'll we'll talk it out. Yeah, you and Mark, you and Mark, can get on the pod together. <laughs> That's right. Same show. Yeah. We'll we'll review one of his shows on Netflix together. <laughs> right. Just make sure you watch it though, because I don't. Wa- have, yeah. I don't have to carry your ass yeah. to the show. <laughs> so what happened, Francis? God. God. What the fuck? You can't uphold Jesus, your yeah. shit. I think you'd be a fucking professional. You're on Fargo. <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. Francis. God. Francis? God, Arby's all over me. <laughs> uh, Troy, did you watch... Uh, there was this big thing on the internet. Uh, someone made an Uncharted fan film with Nathan Fillion on air. Maybe in something that I've been watching. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> I figured this was like small enough where it wasn't like... Slow week for me. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I saw it the other day. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I'll just talk about it right now. Okay. I liked it a lot. Me too. Yeah. It and they had freaking uh Stephen Lang in it as yeah, well. Yeah, Stephen Lang as, as Sully. As Sully I think was really what good. His name yeah. Is. Yep. Um I it was exactly what everybody has wanted. Yeah. It's like shit taken right out of the game. They even go into like a third person like action scene kind of yeah like where they get kind of right behind his shoulder and he's like shooting guys up only for like a minute or so mm-hmm. nathan drake is exactly nathan fillion and vice versa <clears throat> oh perfect yeah it's perfect yeah and even like doing this shit where like he puts himself in harm's way just to like get more information yeah kind of shit like that it was great loved it yeah i, I particularly love the line where it's like <laughs> either give us what you want or I'll make sure that something you care about vanishes. And then he's like, so if I care about you, will you vanish? (laughs) Uh, Classic Fillion. (laughs) That classic wit. But yeah. No, it struck me as like, they're him like doing his own like Deadpool. Yeah. He's like, I I need, I just need something to get off the ground here. (laughs) Right. Otherwise I'm going to be stuck playing this, playing in this dumb shitty cop show. Yeah. Is that still on? Yeah, from what I can tell, they're still <laughs> uh, it's still gonna be on. Oh boy! So we're probably gonna yeah. watch that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I mean if this does springboard, well, aren't they doing the Uncharted movie right now? Yeah, they're doing like Young the one Uncharted? with like the younger yeah, where it's being played by uh, Peter Parker. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was old Tommy Holland. Yeah, old Tommy Holland. <laughs> Well, I always forget has a British accent. <laughs> He's so he, he plays it so well. That's right. I know. In fact, any of these Amer like American hero characters that yeah. are all Brits, mm-hmm. I always forget. And then I hear him like on their friggin' uh, public publicity yeah. like trail or whatever they're yeah. doing. And there's like, oh yeah, for me to get into character, I, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> me and Molly, like, we'll watch it on HBO. Like, we're watching this uh, show, Succession, and like, we like to kind of like watch like the. There's like this show that have have afterwards where they kind of explain like character motivations and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, like every cast member is like 
not from this country, but it's like <laughs> takes place like in New York. <laughs> sure. So like you just see like all these people like these American accents, and then like <laughs> they do like these interviews. Where it's like I believe in this in this episode, my character wanted to do this. Like, what the? <laughs> you threw me for a loop again, <laughs> Succession. Yeah. It's like, God damn, is there a, is there a American in this? <laughs> Not that it matters. It's a good show, I guess. I don't know. You're still watching it. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, got some uh, news on a Nickelodeon property, Troy. Rugrats. Oh, boy. Rugrats. Uh, I guess Nickelodeon's in the process of bringing it back. Of course. They've ordered, I think... Was it 12 new episodes? 12 apps? Uh, 26! Jesus Christ. New episodes ordered <laughs> of Rugrats and a possible film down the line. Oh, brother. Oh, so, brother. Uh, I don't know. What uh, What do you think of that, Troy? 90s nostalgia running wild is what oh, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, but, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I didn't grow up watching it. Like, I didn't have cable, so... I watched Arthur and uh, stuff. Yeah. No, I watched a shit ton of Rugrats. I know Chelsea loved it. Yeah. No, I I didn't have cable either, but my uh, grandparents did. So every time we go to their house, I would like run into the other room and just watch Nickelodeon all day. <laughs> and enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Get that Rugrats. There were times where like I they had I'd uh, spend the night there and watch Snick. Oh my god. Are you Live afraid of the life. dark and all that? Living the life. Man, lap of luxury, I tell ya. <laughs> lap of luxury. Uh, Troy Joss Whedon. Oh boy. Back in the news <laughs> for for uh, a possible uh, new sci-fi series on HBO. Oh yeah, I kind of heard about this a little bit. Uh, he is uh, apparently in the process of uh, producing a show called The Nevers, mm-hmm. which, uh, from what I could gather, it's supposed to be about. A, uh, a gang of Victorian women who find themselves <laughs> with unusual abilities, oh, relentless okay. enemies, and a mission that might change the world. All right. Who knew? It'd be a group of women. I'm surprised they let them be around a young group of women <laughs> at this point in time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was it? Did right. they like prove that he I really did? Like, like fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's just out there. Like, I knew that, but, like, the one that, like, did a lot of the accusing was his ex-wife. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? <laughs> who really knows? Really? I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, if he did it, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, shame on him. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, fuck him. He doesn't deserve a career because his ex-wife doesn't like him. It's <laughs> a good point, JT. <laughs> Uh, Whedon, come on the pod. Come clean. Yeah, come on. Yeah, just uh, air your grievances on the pod there, Whedon. Come on, Jossie boy. Jossie boy. Uh, and, uh, well, that's my last bit of news, Troy. Oh, boy. Perfect. So, it's done? Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, I have two trailers today, JT, I but I forgot to write down the name of one, and I heard you watch it, so, <laughs> so I'll say that one. <laughs> so, uh, once you chime in on that one, I'll I'll also chime in on that one. I've got, like, quite a few, actually. Christ. I'll let you do the one that you hurt, that you remember. All right. 
uh, Robin Hood trailer came out. Oh, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. <laughs> um, actually, this trailer made me look more forward to the movie. Yeah. It still looks like campy, shitty action bullshit, but it looked more fun from this trailer. It turned it around a little bit for me. Yeah. Uh, it shows how Jamie Foxx is more the mentor position of Robin Hood and how that uh, he still kind of plays like a Bruce Wayne, like Batman type of role where he goes out as... I don't know who. Yeah. Robin of Loxley, I guess. And, like, just charms people up and, like, goes gambling and all that shit. And then goes and steals the riches from the rich. And then... He's like a 15th century James Bond. More more Batman. It really is more yeah. Batman than James <laughs> Bond. Just... Like, because James Bond is like, yeah, I'm just James Bond. This one is <laughs> like... The Robin Hood, like, wears, like, a mask over his mouth and stuff, oh, too. Jesus. So he's, like, full-on, like... Batman. <laughs> so that's what it is. What? I mean, it, I mean, it, it turned me around a little bit. It doesn't really change what I'm going to think of the movie at all. But I yeah. was like, well, that didn't suck so much as the last one. Yeah. And this is Guy Ritchie? Uh, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It, it reminded me of like what... Uh, that King Arthur, that King Arthur looked like. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, too, but I don't know if it is Guy Ritchie or not. Okay. I'll look it up, because that might drive me nuts. <laughs> While you're looking that up, Troy, there was a big trailer that came out today I'm surprised you didn't talk, talk about. Uh, the World War II J.J. Abrams film Overlord released their oh, first yeah. trailer I today. that they did. I just didn't. And uh, it looks interesting. Okay. I know there was a lot of talk about it could possibly be another film in, like, the Cloverfield franchise. Right, right. But uh, from what I saw, it looks pretty fun. It's, like, World War Two, and there's, like, crazy Nazi scientists, like, doing, like, superhuman experiments that turns people into zombies and shit. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I'm kind of for it. All right. I mean, I should have watched it then. But, <laughs> but it's so it's not going to be the... The, uh, the, the, the Cloverfield thing. I at mean, all. they've been saying that it's not going to be, but we've been told that before. Yeah, and everyone's like, it, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the director for Robin Hood is Otto Bathurst, not Guy Ritchie. Okay, well. I don't know who Otto cool. Bathurst is. <laughs> He's also known for Peaky Blinders, uh, oh. some episodes of Black Mirror. It might not be too bad then. I don't know. Was this, this is his first major film then? Uh, let's check that out, huh? Should we? <laughs> Get out of here, fly, you fucker. God. <laughs> God damn son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Fucking flies. <laughs> <laughs> he did the uh, histi- Oh, no. That's that's another TV thing. Yeah, it is. Okay. So who knows? It might be good. I'm glad we wasted time doing all of that. Yeah, I'm sure a... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just turned off their fucking <laughs> podcast. Oh, uh, Jesus. Mechanism. Me- mechanism. Mechanism. Uh, my next trailer, Troy, uh, a Red Band trailer for like a smaller film coming out called Assassination Nation. I saw this too. Okay. Go ahead. 
But uh, I'm actually kind of interested in it because it looks really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it looked any good. I don't know. I like the whole idea of uh, like them commenting on like social media and then like putting all of your shit out there that just makes people go insane. Yeah. And then turn that up to like 40. Yeah, right. They <laughs> skip past 11. Like I didn't mind some of it in there, like what they were saying, like everybody above like our generation so worried about everything being on the internet and then everyone like our age and below is just like shove everything on the internet who cares Mm -hmm. like nobody's real nobody cares (laughs) yeah but then when you do and then everyone does care yeah and then the freaking cloud rains down all your information on people and then everyone's like everyone goes ape shit yeah so i mean that was interesting that's a premise that was in a book that i really like because i'm a fucking nerd oh yeah (laughs) But uh didn't look I didn't like the looks of this. I don't know. It looks it looks like it looks batshit insane. It does look like insane, but it looks like just shitty schlock that I'm not gonna enjoy. <laughs> well that's just the dad in you. <laughs> I don't want I've this changed, I don't man. want my kid to see this. I've, I've changed. I was listening to the Deadpool two soundtrack while I was making her dinner today. And I forgot how raunchy some of those songs are. When it just, one of the lines is just like, eat a bag of dicks like a thousand times. And she's just over there like dancing to it. Dicks. Ooh, brother. Well, at least mom's not home. Play Ashes a billion times in a row. I did play. That's what got the whole train started. Because then I jumped into that soundtrack. I love that song. Yeah. It's so good. So freaking good. Give me another beer. Freshen up. Yeah, fresh me up. What do you, what do you want? Ah, uh, uh, I'll take one of those cows from uh, from last week. You got it. You got oh, it. Ah, We're we doing go. it. We're doing it. <laughs> uh, the one that you had, Troy. Technically, I've had all of these so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the one that you said you couldn't remember the name of is a trailer for a movie called Boy Erased. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starring uh, Lucas Hedges yeah. from uh, Manchester by the Sea. Okay. And uh, Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton, mm-hmm. star-studded yes. film uh, about a young man who is dealing with gay tendencies, and he's also the son of a preacher, mm-hmm. and his family decides that the only way to cure him is to send him to a straight camp. Right. Like, pray the gay away type Pretty stuff. Pretty much, yeah. And, uh, no, I think it looks really good. It looks good it looks also cripplingly sad yeah (laughs) yeah but i want to know like if i want to see like the family relationship and how that would maybe possibly change yeah or maybe stay with their beliefs or whatever that looks like the most interesting part of the movie i'm really curious to see like how they portray like how the straight camp is like if it really does seem to have like those tendencies to try and like psychologically manipulate you into thinking that mm-hmm. this really is a choice yeah and like be, being able to see that through like a first person point of view from like this kid mm-hmm. then that'd be like a really cool that's like a really cool concept for a movie yeah. and i think this is based on a true story yeah too. based on a true story yeah so i i'm into seeing this one this is mm-hmm. one of all of the ones that i've watched that i would be probably into yeah no i'm i'm for it i want to check it check out uh, they also put out a full trailer for oh Bohemian God. Rhapsody, Troy. I also saw this. What, <laughs> what? is my Why are you not re- writing this shit down? I don't know. <laughs> I also saw this. Uh, yeah, I 
really want to see this. This trailer was really good. Yeah. Like, I kind of shit on the last one because I'm like, it didn't really show anything. Yeah. And it doesn't really... I can't tell if they're just going to be putting, like, tracks over their voices or they're really going to be singing. I'm assuming yeah. they're going to put just put... I don't, yeah, over. I don't think Rami Malek is, sounds anything like. Well, I didn't know if they Freddie were going like, to try to do that. Freddie you know? Mercury's like one of those voices where, like, I don't think it's almost impossible to recreate. Right. Um, but anyway, this looks really good. Yeah, this trailer definitely nailed it yeah. home that I'm going to be into this. Yeah, it looks like a run of the mill like uh, biopic for like a band. But I do, I'm really curious to see all the things that they talk about with. Uh, with, like, their process and, like, making all these classic songs. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, when they brought up the whole thing, like, I just we just want to make a song that people can do on their own. Yeah, that people when they, can sing yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that people can, like make, like, make the music for. Yeah. For We Will Rock You. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was really cool. And I think they're actually going to get into a little bit of, like, uh, personal Freddie Mercury stuff. I don't think a lot because I think yeah. that was, like, the big contention point. With them making yeah, when they, this version rather than the yeah Sasha Baron so I think that's Cohen why one. Sasha Baron Cohen dropped out was because he wanted to go like dive deep into Freddie Mercury's personal life and the yeah. band was like fuck you yeah <laughs> which I can I I can see both sides like it'd be an interesting tale to see of like a person that's very well known but then at the same time like Queen is like a beloved band still yeah like if you're gonna throw like somebody's dirty laundry who's like pretty much beloved. And died, like, tragically. Yeah. By AIDS. Yeah. So then it's like, that's... Oh, also spoilers if you didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think they're going to bring that up a little bit in the movie. It seemed like there was a few lines here Mm -hmm. and there teasing it. And Rami Malek looks a fuck ton like Freddie Mercury, especially near the end there with a mustache. Yeah, more than I thought he was going to. Yeah. Because when I heard he was cast, I'm like, really? But he, yeah, the, the more I see him, the more I'm like, yeah, that's pretty 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 spot on yeah yeah excited Give uh it to me one last oh, trailer God. i got I've troy seen this one too i'm an idiot uh a film starring anna kendrick and blake lively i didn't watch this one called <laughs> a simple favor uh-huh seems a little bit more of like a uh, suspense thriller type okay but the interesting thing about this is that it's directed by paul feig really yeah okay kind of trying to journey outside of the comedy at, uh, realm and okay. try to make something more serious. All right. So I'm kind of interested by it. All right. It's uh, about uh, Anna Kendrick plays this mom who meets uh, another mother who seems very eccentric, who played by Blake Lively. Uh-huh. And uh, she seems to kind of have, like, a weird personal life, but she's also, like, very, like, free, free-spirited free and easygoing. And then mm-hmm. one day she just vanishes mm-hmm. and Anna Kendrick is trying to find out what happened to her. And then mm-hmm. there's all these things surrounding her that could possibly show that she might've had a double life or maybe even there was people out to get her all along that she never really knew about. Ooh, look out. So that sounds like a lot more interesting of a premise than what I could just by looking at the thumbnail of it and be like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> like I literally saw Blake lively. And I'm like, pass. I don't care. <laughs> But no, I, I, I'm curious to see what it is, and I'm always interested to see when uh, different artists go outside of their realm, and with Paul Feig always doing all those comedies, mm-hmm. like those uh, Melissa McCarthy-esque type comedies. Right. I want to see what he would do with a different yeah. kind of genre. Yeah. I mean, he's got Andri- uh, Anna Kendrick in there, which, like, she's not 
prone to only doing like she does comedies and stuff. Yeah, but like, I'm uh, yeah, broaden his horizons. Yeah, he's got to been doing other things besides comedies, right? Has he? I don't know. Should I don't I think look, he should has. Should look that up too. <laughs> go ahead. I'll wait. All right. <laughs> Here we go. How do you spell Feig? There we go. Uh, Found yeah. it. Don't you Good. worry about it. Good. Don't you freaking worry about it. Why doesn't it have his filmography? Did I spell Feig wrong? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Here I got it. <laughs> oh, it's empty. I think my IMDb is broken. Uh, well, I've given up. Sure, that's fine. Joel, I've given up. Okay, I got it, Troy. <laughs> but with that being said, Troy, the Turn Random Movies. Yeah. We are entering the quarter finals. We had our last matchup of Scarface versus The Expendables. Mm-hmm. Did you see one, Troy? I didn't see one, but I did vote. Okay. Who did you vote for? You voted for Scarface. Scarface. Well, Scarface won it, Troy. I didn't see. I didn't actually check to see the ending voting results, but it was in such a lead when I last saw it. I'm like, eh, it won. Yeah, I can only imagine because <laughs> they would have had a tough. Yeah, <laughs> tough battle to overtake Scarface. I'll just check it real quick, just because I you am. Don't want to eat crow uh, in case you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say anything untrue on this because we never. Yep, it won by a lot. <laughs> so Scarface, <laughs> Scarface uh. <laughs> is advanced in uh, the Termarina movies, and with that being said, Troy, the quarterfinals are starting with. The Shape of Water versus Aladdin. Oh and with my. that being said, we do do the trivia. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. Let's see if I can stump you. <laughs> now, I I changed it up a little bit for the okay. trivia. I added two more questions, and I did it completely random. So it could be two more Aladdin questions, two more Shape of Water questions, or one question of each. Okay. To kind of mix it up so you can't like just count and be like, okay, so he said three Shape of Water questions, <laughs> so the rest of them are Aladdin. <laughs> okay. So All right. To change it up to kind of make it harder for you. Okay. So eight questions. Okay. At least three from each movie. Okay. So here you go. All right. Number one. All right. This could be either The Shape of Water or Aladdin. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> the director wrote lengthy backstories for all the major characters, some over 40 pages long. Oh, my. Um, Water. Shape of Water is correct, Troy. Okay. Guillermo del Toro is figured, a crazy son bitch. I figured Guillermo would be in there just <laughs> frantically scratching on some old parchment <laughs> in an old moleskin notebook. <laughs> and then this happened when she was six. <laughs> it's all in Spanish, too. Uh, number two, Troy. Yes. Because large chunks of the script were ad-libbed from the original material, it lost out on the Oscar for Best Screenplay. Oh. I'm going to say Aladdin due to Robin Williams. Ad-libbed. That is exactly right, Troy. You pretty much <laughs> said not a single word that was written for the genie. <laughs> and that caused the caused the uh, Academy to be like, yeah, that the script... Shouldn't even really be up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks. He's barely used I it. I think if he didn't do the genie part, I don't think this movie would have been yeah, as big. I know, because I read some stuff on it where like they did write lines for the genie, and then Robin Williams just started doing his shtick, and they yeah. were like, 
well, fuck. I, yeah, that was perfect. Because <laughs> I guess there's even, like, I guess there's, like, somewhere out there, like, almost, like, 20 hours of unused Robin Wood. hours? Yeah, like, they just pretty much put him in a room, and they just had him just go. Go. Holy and he would shit. go, and he would just keep going on and on and on and on and on. Jesus. Yeah. He never repeated himself. No. Christ. And they would just kind of like, all right, that's good. And they just pick the best line and then throw it in the movie. <laughs> all right, we got it, Robin. I got more. I got more. <laughs> Pretty I don't much, know why man. Turned into Dracula. <laughs> uh, number three, Troy. Patrick Stewart was considered for a role in this film, but turned it down due to a scheduling conflict. He has said that is it is one of the biggest regrets in his acting career. Oh my. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say Shape of Water. No, true. That is Aladdin. He was actually up to play the part of Jafar in Damn Aladdin. It. I contemplated on saying he would be Jafar, but then I was like, more recently he's come out and said stuff. He's been more vocal about roles and stuff recently. Yeah. So I would have wondered if it would have been, oh, it should have been in the Shape of Water. It would have changed my whole acting career. <laughs> but no, he was up for Jafar. <laughs> Great. Didn't get it. Uh, speaking of Patrick Stewart, Troy, our number four, one of the major roles was written with Ian McKellen in mind. Whoa, X-Men Magneto. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'll say Shape of Water. That one is Shape of Water. He was actually up for, um, what's his name? Uh, the old, the neighbor. He was up for like, oh, the part the of the neighbor. neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They had Sweet him in deal. mind for the neighbor part. Uh, number five, Troy. This was originally meant to be made in black and white. Shape of Water. Yep, Shape of Water, yes. <laughs> That'd be weird for yeah. a 90s cartoon. I don't know, it might have been like, oh, well, maybe Disney was going to pick it up. Maybe it was going to be some weird uh, Arabian type thing made by another studio. I nah, don't know. No. Nah. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good. I for... think you, these are quite, these are a lot better questions than what I first imagined. Uh, number six, Troy. One of the stars filmed filmed his scenes in between breaks of filming two other films at the same time. Whoa. Uh, I'll say Aladdin. It is Aladdin, As... Troy. Robin Williams, I think he was oh, shit. doing toys and something else while he was making Aladdin. Oh, shit. I didn't think it would be Robin Williams. I thought it would just be like a voice <laughs> actor that could just bounce between no, a bunch of projects. Robin Williams was hot as fuck back in this time. All right. Jesus. Yeah, he was making toys and there was another one. I can't remember what the other one was. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Was he on cocaine? He was making, might have been. <laughs> he had enough time to fucking record 20 hours of nonsense and then go make toys. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, number seven, Troy. A playwright sued this production for stealing his idea to make this film. Um, Shape of Water. It is Shape of Water, Troy. I, thought I, heard, I think I heard about that as before the movie was coming yeah. out. Yeah. And the last one, Troy, a director, a famous director, said that the trailer for this film made him feel stupid for calling himself a director. Hmm. I'll say that's also Shape of Water. It is Shape of Water. That famous director, Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's not as high accolade as I think. 
<laughs> well, I did pretty good. I got seven out of eight. Yeah, you did good, Troy. Those questions were actually pretty tricky. Some of them were pretty tricky. Good. Because, like, I... When you said some actors in it, I'm like, oh, shit, he could mean voice actor. And that, I don't know anybody in Aladdin who was a voice actor <laughs> except for Robin Williams. Yeah. But I did it. There you go. Really you did through. good, Troy. Really pulled through on that one. And then next week I have the wonderful job of trying to <laughs> make questions for Goodwill Hunting versus Falling Down. <laughs> you know what? It might be... Easier than you think because I've never seen all of Goodwill Hunting and I've never seen Falling Down. Well, there you go. I might actually trick you. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting also a Robin Williams movie. Mm. We might have a Robin Williams versus Robin Williams movie. Oh my God! If face only. off. <laughs> so who knows? Come on, Robin. Robin just come taking on. this tournament. Yeah, come on the pod. Just kidding. But before that, Troy, <laughs> it is the Shape of Water versus Aladdin. Yeah. For this week, do you have a, you have a favorite? Um, I think I do. Okay. I'm not going to tip my hat. I'm not going not gonna to tip your hat. Gonna, not yet. Okay. I, I have one in mind, too. Okay. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be the popular one, but I think it might be the more interesting conversation. Okay. All right. That's all I'll say. Great. Shape of Water versus Aladdin. Quit trying to figure me out. <laughs> son of a bitch. Even though I'll tell you right after we get done recording. Fair enough. <laughs> so there you have it. Great. Tournament of random movies. What a great, what a great segment. I know. Brought to you by JT3. Gives gives us a chance to talk about films we probably wouldn't even give a shit about. Yeah. The, in other other senses. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what everybody else, the, our listeners, seem to care for anyway. Movies yeah. that are just like obscure. <laughs> I know. Every yeah, everyone watches our most listened to fucking <laughs> show is. Uh, fucking uh escape from, escape new, from york. new york yeah cool yeah i mean it's a cult classic and a lot of people would i i i can totally see why it's our most listened to yeah since we moved over to our different hosting site yeah. or whatever yeah but uh it's like man then why are we going out watching these movies <laughs> why am i stressing <laughs> why are we actually, myself why are we actually spending money we're gonna be sitting at home watching obscure shit on fucking streaming services <laughs> All right, well, that'll bring us into the main event of the evening, JT, with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Uh, debuting June 23rd, 1989. Yeah. Uh, with a budget of $18 million. All right. This is why, when I was looking up stuff before the show, I said, holy shit. Because domestically, yeah. it made 130.7 million dollars. Yeah. And worldwide made $222.7 million, making it the highest grossing live action Disney movie up to that point in time. Yeah. And held that title for many years. Jesus. Until I don't remember what movie well, actually, broke that curse. I actually uh, stumbled on a fact onto why it made so much money. Because it came out at the exact same time Batman did. Oh. And because Batman was pretty much selling out that Honey, I Shrunk oh. the Kids was counter-programming. And people <laughs> were going to the theater, going to see Batman, finding out it was sold out, and then went to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids instead. Dang, I didn't know that. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you get here on Review Review. That's, that's right. The kind of stuff... Really book nerdish type stuff that you really want. Yeah. That you really care you really, about. Yeah, this For is what, this is what like, you came to. I shrunk the kids. <laughs> we, we just 
grossly <laughs> dive into facts about movies that people barely remember. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 75%. Yeah. IMDb has a 6.3 out of 10. And Roger Ebert gave it two stars upon its release. Out of five? Two out of four stars. He does four oh, stars. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's very in the middle. Very in the middle. Yes. Very true. <laughs> Some would say the exact middle. <laughs> Some would. Um, it was the number five movie in 1989 of all that year. All right. It was the number seven worldwide movie in 1989. Oh, geez. Uh, number one PG rated movie that came out in 1989. Gotcha. And it stands now at 269th highest grossing movie of all time. Good, good title Adjust, to own. Adjusted for inflation. Yeah. 269, I thought, was rather high Yeah. for this movie, for adjusted for inflation. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. a lot of movies come out a year, and, like, yeah. it's still kind of holding, like, above 300. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty far down there, but it yeah. still surprised me, like, how high it would be in the list. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe just... It took the world by storm, though, so... It did. You know, just putting butts in seats. It did. I know. I I think I read that it also made a lot of money on a video release too. Yeah, it did. Yep. I didn't have that figure, but I read it. Yeah. There you have it. So JT, what is the premise of Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Well, uh, we follow a inventor by the name of Wayne Zelinsky, mm-hmm. who is in the process of trying to invent a shrinking machine. To sell to a uh, major corporation to uh, make it easier to, I guess, move around cargo and whatnot. Right. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> they, they, he vaguely says why For he's, profit. Yeah, yeah. profit. <laughs> yeah. Make shrinking machine, question mark, profit. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's the same logic as the, the, so- the underwear gnomes. That's right. But uh, no. So he... Uh, He's in the process of making the shrinking machine, and it's just not working. It actually blows everything up that he uses it on. So, uh, <clears throat> after one of the neighbor kids mm-hmm. hits a baseball through the attic window, uh, agitating said machine, mm-hmm. uh, when all four of the kids, two of them from the Zelinskis, two of them from the neighbors, I think the Johnsons, I think they are? Thompsons. Thompsons. Okay, the Thompsons. Yes. Uh, go to retrieve said ball. They are magically shrunk down to minute, science. minute size, <laughs> and uh, are thus put in the backyard with the trash, mm-hmm. and must journey through the barren wilderness that is the Zelensky backyard That's to right. find their father and. Make them back to normal size. Very good. Um, because this came out in 1989, I'm not so worried about spoilers or anything yeah, like that. No. So I'm going to jump in right say this. Who was the worst parent in this movie? Hmm. I don't know. I was trying to think. Like, more or less, it's just the father figures in this. Because the mothers are, like, kind of secondary roles to the fathers yeah. in this. But um, I couldn't figure out, like, who is the worst father. <laughs> and, like, it just... Because right off the bat, you're introduced to 
um, Wayne Zelinsky. Yeah. Uh, and then introduced to uh, Big Russ Thompson. Big, <laughs> Big Russ Thompson. <laughs> uh, in the next, uh, almost in the almost exact same scene. He, Big Russ, is like the grumpy next door neighbor who's like super machismo and trying to force it on his kids. Yeah. And then Rick Moranis is kind of just an absent. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he barely fathers. Yeah. Like the I kids mean, are pretty much taking care of themselves because like in the beginning, like they allude that the parents that uh, Wayne and his wife had this huge fight and then she stayed the night at her sister's house. Something like that. Yeah. So the mom's not there. So you don't really know that dynamic. And like. Wayne could give a fuck less about his kids. He's just right. like still, tinkering. still yeah, he's tinkering, and then he comes downstairs and eats that that shitty breakfast. <laughs> the the fucking breakfast it's awful. Like for how like organized she seems, I was like shocked when I saw how <laughs> awful her fucking breakfast is. <laughs> no kidding. It's like you seem like you have your head on straight. Why are you making such awful fucking food? Right. It seems like you might have to do this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> according to like the kind of household that we've been a part of for the last five or ten minutes. Yeah. That breakfast sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. It is black toast and black. Yeah, I didn't even know you could burn eggs that way. I, I, were, were they eggs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It could yeah. have been an old She found sponge. a way she found a way to burn eggs. <laughs> Real bad. Real and terrible. Maybe it was bacon? That it was also on there. I don't it know. could have been twigs. Quark Quark wouldn't even eat the fucking shit. <laughs> nah, and he's a dog. He's a probably dog. cat shit recent just <laughs> five seconds yeah. ago. He didn't want probably to eat the neighbor's cat him. shit. <laughs> oh my god. But I I came to my senses at the end and i think that rick moranis is the worst dad yeah because at least big russ wants to be a part of his kid's life yeah even though he's trying to force like shit on him like trying to like put like his childhood on other like his older son yeah um but he's kind like, of a dick. Yeah. And, but his, his younger son is like a borderline, like, psychopath. <laughs> yeah. And yet he's not giving yeah. his that kid as much grief as he is the other kid who's pretty much normal. Yeah, that's true. Like, he, that kid legit shot a arrow full of super glue on his head. And he was yeah. like, oh, jeez. Well, I better go yell at my old, oldest son for dropping out of the football team. <laughs> Like, don't you want to deal more with the kid that put, like... Is putting booby traps yeah. in the yard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shooting super glue at your head so that it leaves a permanent red mark? For the rest of the movie, Big Russ. <laughs> uh, but Rick Moran... Like, uh, what's his... Wayne? Is it Wayne? Yeah, Wayne. Um, I, mean, I am pull up the INBV so I can get... Uh, he is just he's more interested in his work and he just doesn't like big russ isn't just leaving like dangerous scientific equipment unattended oh i know and unlocked like he's got not only a shrinking ray upstairs that granted didn't work when he was up there yeah it was still exploding things. yeah it was still <laughs> it, it could murder a living thing and it's just sitting up in his attic unattended and with the door not locked just walk in there 
and he's got like dangerous he's got like oxygen tanks up there that could definitely explode oh, at a moment's yeah. notice if a kid wants to just go start twisting knobs yeah because his son really looks up to him, so there is no reason why his son wouldn't want to go up there and play with his shit. I know, like, his son knows all about the thing, too. Like, he knows where, like, his thinking couches and shit, so yep. it's like, why are you letting your kid hang around this deadly weapon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. If anything, if because of his shrinking ray didn't work, he could have sold this as a laser gun to the military to Pretty make much. things explode. That's the, thing, that's the thing about this that, like these movies always drive me insane when it's like this inventor is dirt poor and he has right. this one invention that he's trying to make that would give him that would make him a whole bunch of money and meanwhile his home is riddled with things that would people would pay <laughs> thousands of dollars yeah. for right but yet that's not the thing he's trying to sell he's trying to sell a shrinking ray right i mean he had a remote control lawnmower yeah which like people that is just <laughs> coming out now i've seen ads for like <laughs> just like it's like roomba lawnmowers that are yeah. coming out now but people would pay a fuck ton for that they would have fucking paid out the ass for that yeah. shit he borderline invented texting <laughs> with like that shit between like his workshop right. and the fucking kitchen right I don't see why an intercom couldn't have worked. I know. It seems easier. Yeah, he's like trying to type with, yeah. I love that scene where like it's just gibberish and she's like, we'll be down in a few minutes and it's just gibberish. <laughs> yeah. But she can read it because he does it all the fucking time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure Wayne Zielinski is the worst off father. On yeah. This. I'm going to put I know. him in his boat. And terrible businessman because he can't fucking make anything, any money off of the countless inventions he's right. created. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also, Big Russ, at the very end, like, nuts up and was is just gonna stand in front of the shrinking ray to see if it works. I know! Like, I, that's, that blew me away. Like, I remember watching this as a kid and I always thought the neighbor was a total dickhead. Uh-huh. Because they kind of try and portray him as one. But yet, he seems like the most, like, normal father in this whole thing. Like, he just seems like a normal guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, he is a normal guy compared to Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> who is fucking bonkers. I know, but I, but uh, I don't know. I like the whole like neighbor dynamic because they just do that thing where like you're following pretty much both families and everything they're doing throughout. But then they'll just like do they just throw in small scenes here and there where they're in the middle of doing something and they just the other neighbor is just like weird family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like it's not weird for you because you know what led up to that point. But then like they just. Give that small glimpse of like what it looks like to the neighbor, and they're like, "Yeah, I guess that would be kind of weird out of context." Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a ton of great '80s hair in this movie. Oh my god! So that fuck it, that that like spiked mullet that little Russ has. <laughs> oh my god! The best '80s hair is from <laughs> Lil Russ. <laughs> also, I'm gonna be calling him Lil Russ throughout the rest of this review. Um, amazing spiky '80s yeah. mullet. Yeah. Even um the the older daughter has got a pretty bitchin' 80s haircut. I know. I she was like throwing me off too because she was uh like she was like so level headed when they were like when she was just taking care of the house, but then when they got sh small, she was like damsel in distress the whole fucking time. Oh yeah. I noticed that too, like um if this I don't think this movie would even pass, like, a Bechdel test. Because <laughs> I think 
any though uh, there's no time where a woman just talks to a woman in this. Yeah, there's only three women so. in the whole movie. Yeah, the that's true. Two wives true. and the daughter. That's true. But um, it, it that's true. Like she does seem like. Well, even when she's on the phone with her friend, she's just talking about trying yeah, just, to get with just, a boy. Yeah, just talking about, like, trying to ask a boy to the dance. Which, I guess, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, because it's, like, teens, and it's, like, they probably would talk about that shit. That's, yeah. like, quintessential teen stuff. But... Yeah. and But when, it, yeah, it was kind of weird where they did the whole thing where it's, like, you have two families, and both families have two kids, and then you have a daughter... You have a, a daughter's son, and then you have a, a son's son. Yeah. I was like, you could you could have thrown in another daughter. Well, you know what? I found out that in an early draft, there was going to be five kids. That oh, got I shrunk. read this too, yeah. And the fifth kid was going to die during the sprinkler scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I <laughs> that was like, that is fucking another movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. dark. That would have made that super dark. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if that was stayed in the movie and they got to grow yeah. big again and they just and then they're just like where's who's what's his name and you're just like oh my god they drowned and then you mowed over her <laughs> <laughs> you killed her with your inventions yeah we tried to we tried to <laughs> we tried to <laughs> save the body but dad ate her in cheerios <laughs> and that was it too there are so many times in this where they're small that I actually was kind of nervous when, like, somebody would just, like, stomp into a room. I know. Because I'm like, can you imagine they shrink? He goes up there to check out what's going on, and then he just crushes them under his I foot. know. They're, like, done. Or that uh, there's another time where he was in the Cheerios. Can you imagine if he finds out that he ate his son? Yeah. I was like, oh, that Cheerio <laughs> tasted weird. Just a little, like, a little blood crunch in his yeah. Cheerios. Like, I was my my lip bleeding? <laughs> Oh, oh no! I just no, ate my son. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine in a different universe yeah. where that movie is made, and then it just like, gets <laughs> like so he just he takes the mic, ma- like takes like the magnifying glass. Oh, look, Diane! I found the kids, and they're just like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like just horrified at his, at the sight of him because he just ate one of his kids. <laughs> oh my god! Now that's a great movie. <laughs> make it. Make it. Do they do the remake? Make it fucked up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I there were so many times in this where I thought they were just like gonna barrel through something and just like squash a kid or whatever. Yeah. I know they had for for being like a kids movie, they had some pretty good uh, like suspense to it mm-hmm. every once in a while. Especially like uh, I fucking love the sets in this. Yeah, the sets are really good, and even yeah. though like um, they're not CG sets, they're like really physically yeah. there. Like, I was reading up on that, and it took them uh, nine months to build all the sets, mm-hmm. which I thought it would be longer, especially because I, they even had to because they they filmed it all on a back lot, even the street, because they even like built like uh like the shells of houses, and like the backyard is like a garden in like the middle of the studio. Yeah. And they just kind of built houses to just kind of hide all of the studio buildings. Yeah. Also, I found out it was weird that it was all filmed in Mexico City. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? Maybe they that's why they could film it so cheap down there? Because I, mm-hmm. when I looked and saw it was only filmed for $18 million, And I'm like, really? Because they yeah. built a lot of shit for they this They did, movie. yeah. There was, a, like, every 
like every like uh, miniaturized set they had, like they had to build that shit. Yeah, and like a lot of they do have like a few stop motion scenes and like some right. green screen stuff, but most of that is like practical sets that they build. Like, and that ant had was physically built, and it took twelve puppeteers to do it when yeah. it was like with the kids or whatever. Yep. Yeah, There's sometimes where it was stop motion, like I think maybe only once. Yeah, with the scorpion fight. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the scorpion was all was all stop motion. That why is there a scorpion? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a weird like I don't yeah, like why would there a scorpion show up like randomly in a backyard? Cuz I'm not quite sure where this is supposed to be set. Yeah. Maybe when they filmed in Mexico City, it'll be like, sure. In Mexico, I yeah. could see there's a scorpion. But like it looks like this is like the Midwest or something. Yeah. Like there they just are need no they just, they just yeah above, they just like, needed the like like a maniacal bug to fight anti yeah and that's all they needed yeah like there's not really <laughs> it's like oh they can't really have them like fight a bee because they already did the bee we scene did that. we already did the bee <laughs> and I can't really think of any more any other like ant like bugs around this area that are crawling or or maybe a spider they could have done a spider you could have done a spider obviously you could have done a spider yeah Yeah. but i don't know i thought a scorpion was an odd choice i know i don't remember that at all yeah i I remembered that anti anti dies by fighting another bug but i always i always thought it was a spider and then when i saw the scorpion i was like oh shit it's a fucking scorpion (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's out of nowhere heavy shit yeah i don't know where we're it totally also, took me out of the movie <laughs> also very odd at the end when they flash forward to thanksgiving and they're eating the scorpion's head for thanksgiving were they yeah i thought they just made a big turkey no that's not a turkey that's the fucking scorpion's head are you sure look hold on let me show you because there's, there's a picture of it on imdb okay it looks like the fucking scorpion's head. I, if it is, I totally glanced over that because I thought they just I don't had think a it's big a tur- ass turkey. It didn't look like a turkey to me. Why the fuck would they eat a scorpion's head? <laughs> Why would they even? See, it think- looks like it looks like like crawlers on the side. Those are just the wings. That doesn't look like a turkey, though. That is definitely a turkey. I thought it was the scorpion's head. <laughs> You're a sick son like, of a that, bitch. Yeah, they are being gross. <laughs> they they would never eat a scorpion head. You are a sick freak. I thought it was a... Cause I, like, the sides look like feelers or whatever, so I was like, no, is that the fucking scorpion's head? They're defeathered wings. Now I'm thinking, know. have you ever seen a turkey? <laughs> I've seen a turkey. <laughs> It was just, it was so odd looking that I thought it was a scorpion's head. <laughs> um, we were talking about the special effects, and while we're on that, it did win a uh, BAFTA award for best special effects for mm-hmm. that year. So that was pretty on point. Um, I'll check off my scorpion. It also won another award, Troy. Oh, what was that? It won the uh, the Society of Preservation of English Language and Liter- <laughs> Literature's 1989 Dunce Cap Award oh. for the misspelling of shrunk when it should be shrank. Oh, yeah. I glance <laughs> on that. God. <laughs> There's, like, some things that people just have... They need to have better things to do with their time. I, I read that and I fucking... I lost it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually shrank the kids. 
not oh, shrunk. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> um, this is also director Joe Johnston's directorial debut. Yeah, he's done a bunch of other stuff too, hasn't he? Uh, before this, he was doing like, uh, uh, like kind of like more of the art direction side, like illustrations yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So this is his first uh, foray into the director's chair. Well, hot damn. Put on his little... Uh... I know, he's done a lot of sequels, hasn't he? Oh, I, I didn't follow up. I just, I just saw that it was his director's debut. Okay. But I, I, that name does sound familiar with him doing other things. Yeah. But no, and... like, these sets are elaborate as fuck, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, uh, even, like, I read, like, just based on the Cheerio scene alone... It took oh. sixteen thousand gallon, a sixteen thousand gallon tank, with a milk like substance. That's all I could find. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they made the Cheerios by using like the inner tubes of tractor tires, and then just like using foam to like foam make Cheerios. Bro. Dang. And Rick Moranis had to eat all that. Yeah, he had to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> they like stood over like, eat the fucking thing, Rick. Eat it, Rick. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if I'll like this at all, but... I think Rick Moranis is perfect for this role. Me too. Honestly. Yeah. Because, like, um, I was reading up where, like, they had, like, uh, people like John Candy and Chevy Chase were, like, up for this role. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, Rick Moranis like, is, like, that perfect actor where it's, like, he's not... what He's not so much known for, like, his comedy as he is just, like, just being in comedic movies. Right. Yeah, and, like, yeah. uh, like, especially how he plays it in here, like, he never really plays anything... As like a look at me, I'm super wacky. Like he just kind of like the most the most comedy you get out of him is when he's like reacting to like something being like insane, right? And like he uh, he does like a little bit of physical stuff when he finds out that his kids are in the yard. Yeah, and so he doesn't want to like actually walk in the grass. Yeah, so that's like a little bit of physical yeah. humor there, but. Yeah, and when otherwise... he makes that weird hammock machine where like he's <laughs> right. just going around the yard, which I remember watching this as a kid, and I was like, I want that in my yard. <laughs> yeah, just like swing around, especially when like Quark just like turns it all the way around and he just like Superman's over throughout the backyard. <laughs> um, there, uh, I think if they would have casted like Chevy Chase or anybody else, though, it'd have been like kind of distracting. Yeah, you've been like waiting for them to do something funny. Yeah, and they probably would have had. Not that, like, Rick Moranis didn't have, like, any time in this movie, but he shared about equal time with the kids. Probably the kids had more time than Rick Moranis yeah. did. Uh, but, I like, thought Russ Thompson was in this a lot more than I remembered, too. Like, I like when I watched it as a kid, I didn't think he was in it that much, but he's. I think he's almost in it more than Wayne is. I, I want to say that, too, because I don't ever remember a neighbor being in this movie. Yeah. And he's in it a lot. Like, from the beginning... He's in it quite a bit. And I'm yeah. like, when are they going to get to the Selinskis <laughs> next door? And I was like, I, I I, couldn't remember, like, why he was in the movie. If he was, like, the, like kind of like the villain, quote, villain plot thread in it. Yeah. But he's not. No. But I, I, I was like, man, I don't remember any of this. So that was... Seeing this now, it's like it's like I've never seen it before ever. Because it, it probably has been really like twenty years since I've seen this movie. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen this. Um, Even like down to like the the cartoon opening credits. Right, I didn't remember that. And I I was actually looking that up while we were like getting stuff ready to go before we hit record, because I thought that the animation looked familiar. 
because I thought it was John Kay, the guy who did Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. But it's not. It's some, it's, I, I don't know, it's, I'm probably like a disgrace to people who love animation and shit like that, but I don't remember <laughs> who it was, but it was like a guy who, like, was one of the very first ones to integrate, like, computer animation with hand-drawn animation. Yeah. And, like, that was, like, a pretty big deal or whatever. And I guess in 1989, too, another fact, this is, like, one of three movies that had an animated title sequence. Really? This, uh, one of the National Lampoon movies. Of course. And then something else that I don't remember what it is. But I actually, I, I thought the animation was fun. Oh, yeah. But I did, it did, did it look like a little Ren and Stimpy to you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, especially, like, in the, the kids' faces. Mm-hmm. I remember watching this as a kid, and I was like, oh, they're going to do all this in the movie. <laughs> and then nah. it's like, nope, they're just going to be in the backyard the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. I wonder. I want to know like how elaborate the actual backyard was. Because did they just like make like a loop? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like they could have filmed it like, at different points all the time, and it always kind of looks different. And there's like random stuff they come across, too, where it's like, you had to build that. Like the giant cookie and the yeah. Lego. Yeah. And uh, the the fucking uh, cigarette that Russ flicks out into yeah. the yard. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, I think we brought up even last week that Disney has, a, like, a no-smoking policy yeah. in their movies. And this is a Disney movie. Yeah. And Russ, like, is a secret smoker in this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, when did they actually make that rule? Because it had to know. be after this. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I know smoking was pretty lax back, like, in the 80s and stuff. Right. It could be just a Bob Iger thing when he Maybe. took over. Yeah, like, I don't like smoking. Yeah. Get out of here. Trying to kick quit. <laughs> Trying to kick the habit. Fuckers. <laughs> anyway. Um but uh I actually ended up by the middle of the movie really enjoying Big Russ in this quite a bit. Cause like it as soon as he like got stressed out and went to go pop a smoke in his mouth. And his wife's like, you're not smoking, are you? And he's like, <laughs> he's, spits it out and he's like, uh, wouldn't touch yeah. the stuff. <laughs> I know, like, he, I love it. I love that scene, too, because, like, his, his facial expression never changed. He just spits it out like, I quit, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, um, what was the, I, because I was also watching Macy at the same time. And yeah. she was trying to hand me things during, of like, a lot of the pivotal moments with the uh, mother, Solinsky, that came b- back. Yeah. What was... She's like a realtor, right? Yeah. What was the whole deal with those old people that came to the house? Oh, they were picking up paperwork for like a house. Oh, nothing else? Yeah, nothing really. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. We're the Borsteins. (laughs) Get off the grass! (laughs) 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 It's just love. I just love fucking those scenes where like Rick Brandis is yelling at people. Get off the grass! off the grass <laughs> did they ever did they get into like any of like why they were fighting or can you just assume that rick moranis is kind of like aloof and... uh they kind of allude to where like rick moranis is spending so much time on this machine and he's not getting anywhere with it uh-huh. and she's just kind of fed up with it because they're like she's the only one making any money for the household sure well he can just <laughs> make these uh, like that and a uh, stupid telephone yeah. You remember seeing, like, the, the one, like, right at the bottom of the stairs? Instead of using, like, the actual, like, receiver hang-up, like, he has it on, like, the table, and, like, a finger pushes down, like, the plunger <laughs> 
for the. I'm like, why would why would you do that? You're defeating a purpose yeah, on the phone. He's just, he's just a stupid inventor. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like the Homer Simpson everything's okay alarm. <laughs> <laughs> or the makeup shotgun. <laughs> but yeah, I um yeah, just seeing this movie again, like I realized like how much I do not remember. I remember the ant, I remember they were outside. I couldn't even remember how many kids there were, to be honest. Yeah. But um, I really thought, because I've seen, um, actually, it's sequel, Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves, the most. <laughs> really? That, like, Rick Moranis had a bigger part in this. Yeah. And he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he's not really in it as that much. Uh, I don't know. This is one of, like, the, like, seven or eight tapes that my family owned so i right. watched this a lot when i was a kid yeah this one this yeah one? Yep. yeah on answering the kids yeah that i've so i remember i remember a whole lot of it but it's like it's like that that kid memory where it's like i remember it but i remember it in like a different context where i was uh-huh. like i remember that being really boring and then i'm like oh fuck i really like that <laughs> yeah 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 um it like was the parts of the movie where i would tune out and then i watch it now and i'm like oh that's actually really good <laughs> right um, also right off the bat too, like I thought it was coming across a, like, I know it was PG, but like around this time, like a lot of things were PG movies, like yeah. airplane. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> they had like tits out and they're yelling fuck <laughs> and there's like a blowjob joke and all that shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, okay. So, but it came off a little more, um, a little more childish. Then I remembered. Yeah. But then there'd be like parts of like real suspense that like, oh man, if like a kid just came to see this, they'd probably be kind of scared at this. Yeah. Which like, I don't think you see a lot in like kids movies that come out today. They're pretty, they're pretty watered down, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's like the, the still like the Disney trope of like a parent dying or something like that. Yeah. But I don't think they ever really put them in like any moments of real like terror. Yeah. Like these are like legit little kids and they're putting them in situations where they're like very close to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At all time. Like drowning. Scorpions. Yeah. Uh, uh, falling from a great height, being attached, like being like right. attached to a bee, being eaten by your father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of those things, being crushed by your father. Co- yeah. Co- common deaths from all children. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I. But I. Um. It makes me want to go and watch the other Honey movies. Yeah. Because I remember seeing Honey, I blew up the kid forever ago, but I've probably seen that less than i've seen this yeah and i even think as a kid i didn't like it that much yeah but then i had honey we shrunk ourselves i remember having that tape at Mm -hmm. our house and we watched the shit out of that for a long time i remember uh uh honey we blew up the baby where uh fuck what's his name um the son Oh, uh, Nick, we're, we're like, yeah, we're Nick. Uh, Nick is uh, trying to date Carrie Russell. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and then like, like that's the scene where like they hide in the car, and then the baby puts the car in his in his like uh, front pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With like the giant that. Indian statue in there for that. some reason. Yeah, I, who knows? 
But yeah, I've kind of wanted to go back, and I've got the itch now to watch the rest of them, but yeah. I probably won't. Where did you watch this movie? Um, I watched it on Amazon. Because it's on HBO right now. God damn it! <laughs> for nothing. Unless... Fuck! <laughs> Granted, you have to pay for HBO now or go or whatever yeah. you have, but it's on HBO for for people who have it. Of course. Um, Dude, I... So my Roku remote, yeah. you can just like this is how I'm finding things for like nothing. Yeah, I'll you can talk into it, and it'll give a search throughout all the Roku apps that you have or yeah. all the popular ones. Yeah, and it'll tell you where it's streaming on, and it'll tell you how much it is on each platform. I'll just have to do that. And it says like free with or a something. subscription on some of them. Yeah, and it, some of the obscure ones I also try to see if it's on YouTube too because sometimes it's an upload there. Mm-hmm. Or even like Vimeo, if I'm desperate. Yeah. But um. Or Crackle. <laughs> or Crackle. It will tell you if it's on Crackle, but God. you to watch commercial every fucking five minutes. Oh my God! I'm like an Acura <laughs> commercial or some shit like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so glad they moved comedians and cars getting coffee to Netflix. Yeah. Because like when it was on Crackle, there was a literally an Acura commercial. <laughs> Even with their, like, product placement inside of the actual <laughs> show. Like, they would do the product placement. Jeez, Jared, you drive anything that's not an Acura? No. <laughs> well, they, it was literally so on the, have you seen any of those? No. It'd be so on the nose where it'd be like, oh, Jerry, what's that? And he's like, it's a paid product placement. And it'd be like at the ne- the new Acura that's out, and then they would go on with the show, and I'm like, wow, really? And it's then like it would... the, it's like the Simpsons bit where it's like, if Poochie's not in the scene, you have to ask, where's Poochie? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> if you're not gonna drive an Acura, you have to ask, where's an Acura? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It was exactly Poochie, and then they would play a Poochie in the middle of the, in the middle of the show. They would play an actual Acura commercial like four times in a fifteen-minute show. Christ, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Anyway, yeah, I'll crackle. That's what we got on the subject. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's how you got to find this shit. Yeah. GT. I I appreciated like the small science things they threw in there every once in a while. Like what? Like they didn't really like like they wouldn't beat you over the head with it, but it would be presented in a way where it's like pivotal to like the story. Where like the kid was allergic to pollen, but he was so small that it didn't enter his nostrils. Oh yeah, that was cool. And then uh, when they brought up how like they when they tried to get the ant to drag them to the house because ants can like carry like fifteen times their own weight, mm-hmm. like just like small things like that. Well, they didn't like they didn't like magic school bust the shit. Where like Miss oh, Frizzles yeah, right. is like, well, kids, the reason we're trying to do this is because this long lecture for five minutes. <laughs> right. They like, they just brought it up because it's like, oh, let's do this because this could actually help us. Right. I know that they do that in the third one, because a thing that always sticks in my head for I don't know why is that they make reference in the beginning of it is that one of the kids has a potassium deficiency, and at the end, he's, like, having, like, a stroke or something. I don't know what's going on. And he's, like, one of the other kids is, like, potassium, potassium, how can I get this kid potassium? And then he's, like, bananas have potassium. I'll give him a banana. And so he, like shoves a banana in his mouth and like forces him to chew it and he's like just magically healed right away and i'm like that kid would have croaked first of all he was like in a coma 
There's no way he's chewing and forcibly swallowing a <laughs> yeah. banana and becoming immediately it's just better. Entering his veins through his mouth. <laughs> you stupid ass kid. <laughs> anyway, um, anything else about Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Um, I thought uh, the daughter Amy Zelensky was pretty charming. Yeah, I like I liked her in it quite a bit. Even though she like kind of changed when she shrunk. Yeah, but, like, there was, like, scenes where, like, she was, like, flirting with, like, uh, Little Russ, where, yeah. like, she came off pretty charming. Yeah. I did like her, too. I actually like Little Russ, too. I yeah, Little Russ was good. Uh, Ron was a, kind of annoying, but I think he was supposed to be annoying. Yeah. Um, I, I Actually, all the kids were pretty good. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how old... Uh, what's her name? Katie? Amy. Amy. I don't know how old she was supposed to be, but... She looked older than yeah. She looked older than seventeen or whatever yeah. she's supposed to yeah. be. She looked older than little Russ for sure. I yeah. thought it, it looked like she was like robbing the cradle a couple times and she was like making out with him. And you're like, ugh. Oh shit. You're definitely bigger than him, <laughs> and you look like you're about to go to college. <laughs> he looks like he's like a sophomore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he looked like he could have been seventeen. She looked like she was twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> But she looks 22. <laughs> I'm going to look up her age. I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> Get out of here. But no, yeah, like all the kids were, were pretty good. Or like at least good enough to where like I actually felt suspense when things happened where like their lives were in danger. Uh-huh. Like I thought the lawnmower stuff was really good. Yeah. Where they're like all like chain holding each other in that gopher hole. Yeah. Earthworm hole. JT. Oh, they earthworm were, hole. They were so small. My, it was an earthworm my hole. God. God. But there was like legit a scene where like the lawnmower spit him out. So yeah. then it's like, so the blades, I guess, weren't that bad. They, they, they I was waiting for a kid to get hacked up. I know. Blades. She would have been 18. Actually, she would have been 17 when this was filmed. Yeah. So well, who knows? Who knows what I know? Nothing. You know, shit, fuck you, I don't right? make I don't make anything make any sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, also, they make a lot of references to the Salinci's lawn being, like, overgrown and gross. It doesn't look that bad. My lawn is worse off I than know. that lawn right now. They do, like, close-ups of their lawn, and it's like, it looks mowed. It looks fine. <laughs> like, they are mowing and nothing is shooting out of this except <laughs> for small kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it made me, like... Feel real shit yeah. about my lawn. I just want to see you when they do it. Where you're like, oh, fuck, if that's a overgrown lawn, I'm fucked. <laughs> I, I, and I'm just still thinking about like, well, I can make it to the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> before I need to mow that shit. But also, yeah. uh, the original title for this movie was supposed to be Teeny Weenies. Yeah, but that would have really taken off. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we would have fucking sucked. <laughs> it would have never got. Honey, I teeny weenied myself. <laughs> yeah, honey, my weenie is teeny. <laughs> uh, it changes the whole plot. That's the porn parody. Right. <laughs> makes, makes a growth ray to shoot at his yeah. dick. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. And I know this is a kid's movie, but, like, so the one thing that kind of drew me crazy was, like, so the, uh, uh the Nick says that it it's gonna be three miles from the garbage to their house. Right. And then in an, another random scene, the mom says that the yard to them would be twenty square foot miles. 
So does that does that math add up? <laughs> I heard that, and I wondered if, because like, like I'm guessing that Nick did the exact calculations. Yeah. From trash can to back door. Yeah. And I'm like, I took Nick's as fact and hers as an exaggeration. Yeah. Of whatever. What do you know, mom? Yeah. What do you know, mom? You only you're know just real selling house. Yeah. Which technically she should know square footage of things. <laughs> she should so. know square footage pretty well. <laughs> so uh, somebody is being a dipshit here. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, but that's what I I took it as. And also, if it was only three miles, like I think it took him a long time to get. there. I know three miles. Three miles is, isn't yeah. shit. It's I can not walk a... a mile in fifteen minutes. Yeah. But again, I guess they didn't have to run into a scorpion, yeah. and they, and they didn't really have. I guess they didn't really have like an idea of uh, like direction, because right. like so like the can seemed like on like the far left corner of the house, and then when the when uh, Big Russ flicks the cigarette, they're like on the far right corner of the house. Right. So maybe they were just kind of like going in like a, yeah, kind of zigzagging a bit. Should have had a compass. Where's that nerd kid with the compass? Yeah, what the fuck? That's what I thought he was pulling out there, at, like, near the beginning, whether on their journey, but he was yeah. pulling out, like, a calculator or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, you have a calculator? <laughs> you nerd. Also, I just want to bring up this, this random scene just because it's just, like, it's one of those scenes that, like, movies just throw in where, like, people don't act like how people should act. <laughs> so, like, uh... Wayne Zielinski's presentation of the shrinking ray <laughs> is just like a like cookie cutter scene of like where people don't act like people. Right. Because... They're just huge dicks. <laughs> well, one guy's a huge dick. Right. Because they do the whole thing where like Wayne is like presenting the shrink ray, which the way he presents it, it makes no sense. <laughs> right. Like he even like pr- phrases it in a way where like People are so full of air, and the shrinking ray just uh, fills those pockets, and then, like, it fills those pockets by shrinking you to fill in that, where it's like, no, people are, like, things are made of matter. It's not, like, we're not so full of air that we compact to such small forms. Well, it it wasn't quite that. (laughs) It was like, uh... It was like the, all the particles that make things up have empty space around them. Yeah. And so what his machine does is get rid of that empty space and compacts everything. And that's so a like, lot of space, though. Yeah, it really is. Like, <laughs> that's got to be a fuck ton of space. Because, like, if you really do the science of it, then if they're really shrinking that stuff and not getting rid of any mass. Yeah. Then you have, like, technically these super still heavy yeah like because you're not getting rid of any mass you're just taking away the air right so like you're shrinking down like a 120 pound like teenager yeah that's still a 120 pound thimble in your hand when you're holding it then (laughs) yes that's nuts that's the case (laughs) (laughs) and he's just lifting it with a spoon trying to chomp down these yeah how would he not have like oh shit (laughs) that's a heavy fucking cheerio what the fuck? <laughs> goes crazy. But yeah, so, like, even, like, I, I don't know. So, like, that's super nerdy shit. But, yeah. like, uh, what I thought I had a problem with was at the very end 
We're like, so the Thompsons are pretty desperate to get their kids back at this point because they're like, yeah. Zelensky, what is going on? You've got like this death ray essentially in your base or in your attic that's shrinking stuff out of nowhere. Like, you need to fix something because like I don't want my kids to die or whatever. Yeah. And then they do. I would if if this is real life, they wouldn't have cut to immediately a Thanksgiving I know. where they are eating maybe a giant scorpion head. <laughs> They would, I, if I was big Russ, I'd be like, great, they're back to normal. I'm going to sue the shit out of you. <laughs> fuck you 40 I times. Know. Wait, you fucked them over quite hard. Yeah. The right. fact that he left such a dangerous machine. Right. Un, like unattended. Right. And that, that trunk is his neighbor's kids. I would have called the cops back to his house to arrest him for fucking endangerment of children and all that kind of shit are you kidding me <laughs> also from that uh uh that scene where wayne is presenting the sh machine the fucking bald dweeby guy <laughs> right. that walks up to him afterwards and he says oh, don't worry about it wayne it usually takes a while to sell something when you don't have proof that it works <laughs> it's like yeah like never <laughs> <laughs> you never sell something with proof that it doesn't right, work? Right. Uh, that's what I was so... Like, that conversation was very odd. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Because exactly what, what you said. It's very hard to sell something that doesn't work. Like, well, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it's about impossible... Right. ...to well, sell something that doesn't work. Right. I'm coming up here to tell you that I built this machine... It does nothing. But what I want it to do... <laughs> but here's what it could do. <laughs> it could shrink things. Yeah. And here's my thinking of it. But does it work? No. I can only make it explode apples. But and then that one guy, to shrink things. And that one guy in the crowd just loved fucking just ripping his ass apart. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. He did not find... He did not waste any time just being like, Well, looks like no one gives a shit about you, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you're shrinking is his audience. <laughs> and he dusts his hands off. Yeah. He's like, let's go to lunch, guys. And everyone follows him out of the room. Hey, what the fuck did... I think Wayne took his parking spot or something. <laughs> Wayne parked in an illegal parking spot. He did? Yeah. Because he pulls, he pulls up to the building right in front of a sign that says, no parking anytime this way. And that's exactly where his car was. Could like, Wayne Zielinski be the Hank Pym of this? <laughs> <laughs> he probably really is. Freaking abusive father. <laughs> oh, amazing. Driving his wife away. Gives no shits whatsoever. Yep. He's Ant-Man. He's Ant-Man. There you have it. So that's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think you got anything else to throw in there? I think we covered it all. We, we uh, really did. We really... Uh, laid waste to this movie what uh what would you uh, suggest people to go see it yeah i thought it was really good especially what nowadays where everything is cg mm -hmm. I, I felt it was really refreshing to see so many like practical sets yeah with oh, this. yeah like it made it fun like i remember watching this as a kid and like when i watched it as a kid i was like i want a giant lego i can crawl into right and like I want to eat an enormous cookie, right? I um, the like, I I had this thought while I was like taking notes and stuff. I'm like, I'm. It's so refreshing to see something with like actual practical sets. Yeah. Because even though it might not look 
like exactly how it should look yeah. or whatever, it's still there. Yeah. And you get that performance out of it. And it's like you even though like it may not be an exact representation of it where CG could do it, um, I still feels more well, obviously, it's more real because it's yeah. actually there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and they're, like, reacting to this shit, too. Yeah. Like, you can see that they're they can, reacting to it because they're actually holding it. And yeah. They can actually see they're it. They're jumping on it. They're physically on it. Yeah. And regardless of how campy it might look, I still appreciate that way more than really good CG. Oh, and for sure. Like, I know, like, this year and, like, the last few years, they're trying to get more back into, like, practical stuff instead of having everything yeah. be on a green screen. Mm-hmm. And that's like I'm the Star Wars movies did some of that with a lot of the creature effects, which I really like. Yeah, but like there, I. That's why, like, for being as simple as it is, that's why I really fucking love Mad Max Fury Road because it's mm-hmm. like it felt like the last movie that really did that. Like we're trying to do as much practical stuff as possible, mm-hmm. and even though it's like a borderline non-story, it's just fun to watch things that are actually happening. Yeah, they're really just wrecking the shit out of those cars. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's really awesome. So, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate it. So, like, I would say, yes, go out and watch this movie. I think you'll have, like, a fun time. Yeah. Even if you barely remember it, it should be fun nostalgia for you. Oh, for sure. But I think your kids would like it, too. Like, I had Macy watching it with me, and she was entertained. It's only 90 minutes long. Yeah. So And she was entertained through, like, three quarters of the movie. Mm-hmm. She was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's, like, one. <laughs> so, like, this is holding her attention. So that's pretty sweet. But what would you grade the movie? Me like, even though like it was made in the eighties, and there is like, <clears throat> like, uh, like, I don't know, just like random stuff where like they just kind of like rush things, especially the ending. They rush oh, quite a yeah. bit. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, they're big now, and Thanksgiving, and the end. <laughs> yeah, like there's like no. I don't, like, the minute they find the kids, there's, like, no drama at all. Like, the no. little bit of drama they have left is that, oh, this might blow up Big Russ, and then right. it doesn't. And then, like, oh, make them big. Not sorry, the kid's big, and it's Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. It's just, like... Enjoy your scorpion Yeah, there's, like, yeah, enjoy your scorpion head. <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's, like, no, there's, like, almost no drama once they, like, pass the, the serial scene. Right. So, I'm just, like, oh, it's just kind of over. Yep. So, like, that's... Like, a little bit of a bummer. But beyond that, like, there's actually, like, quite a bit of drama to it. And, uh, like, they made you follow the the families enough where, like, you did kind of care for them when they were, like, kind of worried about their kids. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was, for being, like, a a smaller Disney film from the 80s, I thought it was pretty well done. I'm going to give it, like, a a very solid B+, a high B+. Oh, okay. Sweet deal. Like, I'm on this weird fence where I'm, like... Yes, go see the movie, because I think you would enjoy it, but overall, I think I would give it a B-. minus. Okay. Like, a B- minus isn't bad, but, like, um, it just seems, like, counterintuitive for what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, go see it, but as a movie, as a whole, like, the practical effects I really like. Yeah. Um, but just some story points are kind of cliche or... Like, at the end does wrap up really quick. Yeah. Um, but I, overall, like, I was, I did kind of, like, wane, like, my interest in it a little bit here yeah. and there. So I would just give it a B minus. No, yeah, but there, I don't know, there's, like, some things in there that I thought were actually kind of clever, where, like, the dad 
is kind of down on like his oldest son because he's so small. Yeah. And then he becomes even smaller. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, there but those things I don't hold against the movie at all. There are yeah. things I do like in that movie. Yeah. It's like and stuff like I, that. I figured it's going to be cliché cuz it is a kids movie. Yeah. Like kids movies especially back in this time where it's like take cliched storylines and uh that's 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 kind of like what you do to kind of play to to kids. Mm-hmm. We're like they that kids have not seen a lot of movies right so we can pretty much do whatever we want with the story right it's a matter of doing we have to make the effects look really cool right totally visually appealing yeah yeah i get that but there you go b plus b minus there you go very good very good go see honey i shrunk the kids (laughs) yeah or shrank the kids (laughs) for all you english nuts out there check it out on hbo if you have it or you can just pay for it like joel does even though he's got Go fuck yourself, Troy. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else you've been into this last week? Well, uh, I rented two movies from uh, the DVD Netflix (laughs) over the the course of uh, last week. I saw uh, the Jennifer Lawrence film Red Sparrow, the uh, Black Widow (laughs) ripoff. It's not that good. Yeah, I heard it was kind of... (laughs) Like, there's like a few... Like uh, torture scenes in there that are just kind of, that are kind of intense, uh-huh. but I don't know. Like the movie's kind of convoluted, especially near the end. Yeah, where like they're trying to like build this whole story. Like it, it's fallible enough up to like the halfway point, and they just keep adding a bunch of characters. Where it's like, in order to get here, you need to get to this person, and then this person leads you to this person, and you're just like, ugh. <sighs> I, I thought she just was fucking this one dude to get information out of him. Now she's like talking to like nine different people. I have no idea where they came from. So, yeah. I I thought I was going to go into it liking it more than I did, but it ended up not being that good. Give it a pass. Yeah, just don't even bother with it. Okay. Uh, and uh, I saw the uh, latest Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah? With uh, Alicia Vikander. And you know what? It's not too bad. Okay. There's a lot of people shitting on it, but then, like, uh, you and I think somebody else just told me they saw it, and they're like, it was fine. Yeah, there I was... liked it. There were some fun action scenes in there. Okay. Like, especially, it does kind of remind me of, like, things that I've seen from, like, the latest Tomb Raider games, mm-hmm. where, like, she does, like, legit get her fucking ass kicked. Okay. Just, like, not even by people, just by nature. nature. <laughs> <laughs> like... She, there's, like, a really cool, suspenseful scene where, like, there's, like, this, she, like, goes down this river and then she, uh, grabs onto, like, this old rusted out, uh, plane and then every time she thinks she's safe, just another part of the plane falls apart. (laughs) Where you're just, like, even she's just, like, there's even, like, a part where she's even, like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the minute she's, like, in, like, safe, then another part falls apart and almost kills her. So it's just, like, it just keeps building and building and building. That's a really cool scene, and, like, I don't know, like, there was, like, some cool suspenseful stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, a perfect movie. I, it's not, yeah. like, like, there's enough cliche stuff in there where it's, like, okay, that's enough there. But sure. <clears throat> I was actually really into uh, Walton Goggins as the villain in it because they play him off as, like, it was, like, a cool take on a villain where, like, he was... He's not really, like, a villain. He was just hired by, like, this company to do something. 
and he didn't do the job, so they just left him on this island. Mm-hmm. And they said that they won't bring him back until he does the job. So now he's been out for so long that he's just willing to do whatever it takes to do this job. Oh, sweet. But, like, he doesn't really believe in it. Because, like, their whole thing is they're, like, digging up, like, this mythical person. Okay. And he's like, I just want to dig this person up so I can show him it's bullshit and they bring me home. <laughs> and that's, like, his whole motivation. All right. So I, I like that. Where, like, everyone like everyone around him is just like, oh, my gosh, we must we must be careful. We must handle this person with, with, with care. And he's just like, just find the fucking person <laughs> so I can go home. Okay. I like that. So I, yeah, so I like that idea where, like, cause, but he's the one in charge. He's, like, the arc, he's, like, the kind of like the archaeologist type person they hire. Okay. And then when he gets to the point where it's like, I can't find her, send me home. And they're like, nope, you're going to stay there till you do it. <laughs> so I like that idea of it. Okay. And no, it's it's pretty good. Alicia Vikander is like pretty charming as Laura Croft. I'd say give it a shot. All right. I, I, I plan on trying to catch it. Yeah. Sometime. It's pretty decent. Good. And uh, yeah. me and Molly also watched the documentary Wiener mm-hmm. about a... Uh, 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 Anthony Weiner, the the senator that was caught, like showing us Weiner, showing yeah, like, <laughs> and you know what? It's really good. It's on Hulu if you want to check it out. Really? Okay. It's really interesting because they follow him during his New York, his run for New York City mayor, uh-huh. where he was like begging people to give him a second chance, and he was actually was like number one in the polls at one point, and then another. Another uh, leak came out where, like, <laughs> some girl said that he sent him, like, pictures of his package. It was, like, a year before this, and but it was, like, after his his previous scandal. Right. So, like, people are just like, how can we believe you? Blah, 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 blah. But, like, the more, like, you learn about him, like, you can tell, like, he does have, like, problems with, like, I don't know if it's, like, attention, if he, if he just likes the attention or if he actually is, like, a sex addict, mm-hmm. but... The saddest thing is, like, he's actually, like, a really good politician. Oh, shit. And, like, that, that's, like, I mean, that's the thing that makes you so, uh, like, torn about him. And that's, I think that's, like, the best part of this documentary is that they actually go back in the past and they show, like, he's really passionate about what he believes in. And, like, what he believes in is, like, like really good shit. Like, actually, like, trying to, like, get, like, poor people more money and, like, equal rights for people and stuff. But then, like, the minute he tries to build credibility for these things people go back to yeah but you showed your dick to somebody <laughs> and then it just kind of takes all the air out of the room because he's just oh, like yeah. oh well fuck because <laughs> like, it's like he actually does have like he brings up like valid points like oh there's a really cool scene where like they they, they go to like a town they go to like a town meeting where uh he's just trying to put all of his ideas for new york city out there and then just one guy just steps up and he's like, yeah, but how can I trust you if you're lying to us about all this shit with like this girl, with all these girls you're sending dick pics to? And he's like, he's like, look, man, you have a personal life. I have a personal life just because mine's out there and yours isn't doesn't make me even like less qualified for my job than you're qualified for your job. Mm. And he just like goes on and on and on. And then like he gets to the point where like people are just like holy shit, this guy's actually really good. And they start, (laughs) like, the whole crowd goes from turning on him to, like, applauding him. Dang. And it's like, fuck, man. So it's like, it's like a really cool documentary where it's like, yeah, this guy has problems. Like, yeah, maybe he needs to get help before he actually does, like, pursue some kind of political office. But you shouldn't write him off for being a politician because he's actually really good at his job. Okay. All right. So it's really interesting. I definitely suggest suggest checking it out. Okay. 
Wiener, it's called. Not a hard uh, thing to skip through. <laughs> sounds sounds good. Yeah, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I uh, had down that I watched that Uncharted thing with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Liked it. Okay. So I'm not going to bring that up again. Also, I've been watching a YouTube show called Binging with Babish. Yeah. I think I brought it up on something already. I think Charm Type with Chelsea I did last week. Yeah. It was cooking related, I think. Yeah. So that's what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he's had a channel for like the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I always heard that his is like one of the more popular cooking channel type things. Yeah. But it's really fun. Like he he's uh, makes a lot of recipes from like TV shows and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you remember that one episode from uh, Parks and Rec where Ron and Chris have that burger cook off. Yeah, and Chris makes like this immaculate turkey burger, <laughs> yeah. and Ron's like, "Here it is. It's meat and a bun. Put ketchup on it. I don't yeah. care." <laughs> Ron wins. Yeah, and Ron's like, "Yeah." Everyone's like, "Oh, this is way better." <laughs> so like. That was the first video he made is recreate those. Yeah. And then his channel blew up. Oh, nice. And so, like, he's got, like, over 2 million subscribers and yeah. all that shit. But, like, his channel's really good. He does that. He doesn't show his face. It's just, like, him chest down and showing him actually making all this stuff. Yeah. And it, like, speeds it along and he does, like, f- fun stuff like that. He also has, like... A thing with, like, basics, learning how to, like, cook, like, just the basics, like, a good steak, good hamburger, making your own pasta, that type of stuff. So it's really interesting, and he does it really well. I think he's, like, it deserves to be one of the top, like, cooking shows out there. Right on. So there's that. But otherwise, I've just been trying to get through Invincible. Um, (laughs) I'm almost done, and we're recording the last show of it maybe this weekend. Yeah. Um, other than that, the first episode is out right now. So check out trades one through nine or issues one through 47. My God. Hey, <laughs> um, so that's out right now. And I'll just plug all the stuff I got. You can check out charm type as a show. I do with Chelsea danger. Uh, we have one of those coming out now every Tuesday. We changed the drop date. I heard that it's, uh, Doing a podcast on a weekend, you'd think it'd be easier, and it's definitely not. Oh, yeah. Weekends are... Because, like, weekends are, like, the only free time you have, so that's when you get e- try and get everything done. Or, yeah, we don't get home until late or whatever, and then yeah. it's like, oh, we have to f- cram this in. Yeah. And then, for me, it's double, because I'm editing the show after Oh yeah. Chelsea's like, well, I'm out of here going to bed. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I don't do, like, a ton of editing for it, but I do, like, drop in stuff, and especially if we forget that we cursed, we have to yep. put in the birds. 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 <laughs> Even though it was just me on another Audacity file just whistling into the mic. But, uh, <laughs> get out of here, fly. I want to see you try and birds one of these episodes. Oh, my time. God. It would just be like... <laughs> <laughs> um, just me nonchalantly saying fuck while I'm trying to think about what I'm saying. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that that would be no fun for me. Um, <laughs> so I got Imperious Rex, I got Charm Type, I got this. Um, that should be about it, I think, right? Sure. That's all I got. 
That's all I got. Good. Plugging all the stuff. Do the plugs. Doing the plugs. Uh, well, JT, if people want to plug you, where can they do so? Hit me up <laughs> at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. Anyway, Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. Uh, find me at Troy the Max on Twitter, and you can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Our host site is w- uh, www. <laughs> www backslash. <laughs> HTTP colon backslash backslash <laughs> www dot. Uh, it's, uh, uh, oh my God, what is Podbean. it? Podbean. It's, uh, re- yeah, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. <laughs> I couldn't remember which came first. Um, so we got that. Uh, if you don't want to listen to that, uh, on that site, that's fine, because we got, if you're listening to something already, you're doing it right. Give me another beer, Troy. You got it. Ugh! I hate, I hate to break up your plugs, but I, I'm already doing a bang-up job at it anyway. I'm getting dry over here. <laughs> um. So you can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, the new Google Podcasts, if you're also into that. Yeah. Pretty slick app, too. Um, I have been talking it up pretty high. Um, I use po- or, uh, uh, Podcast Addict right now, and I really yeah. like that. But if you don't already have something and you're looking to get something new, Google the Google app is kind of slick. Like nice. It's really easy to, easy to use, cool interface, really slick. Nice. I'm in Google's pocket, so what do you expect? <laughs> Come on. Um, sponsor us. Uh, Google sponsor the pod. Come on the pod. <laughs> um, uh, if you got something long form to say, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's about it. There you go. There you have it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Next week, JT. Next week, we're sticking to uh, pint size. Pint size. <laughs> July. Pond size July. <laughs> with another film where someone gets miniaturized. This time, and it's another kid's film. Okay. We're talking about the classic, The Indian in the Cupboard. I think I've seen this less than I've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it a bunch of times, but I don't think we ever owned it, so I have no idea what I kept watching it on. Might have been HBO or some shit. Probably. I remember watching it on that movie cart that always comes into, like, classrooms. Yeah. I think we watched it, like, in fourth or fifth grade more than once. This might have been one of those movies where, like, I started going to the library and the library had it. Oh. And I watched it from that. Yeah. <laughs> what the? One of, yeah, that's going to be one of those movies, maybe. <laughs> all right. Sweet. I, all I remember is that the kid in it, I fucking hated. I hated the kid in this movie. Oh, boy be a wild ride so i can't wait to revisit it to see <laughs> and this one i know i can get i know this one is on amazon for free okay sweet so i i don't have to pay money for this one <laughs> good damn it good so ending the cover next week what's the tournament next week just to remind the folks next out week there? we got the shape of water versus aladdin so get out on the twits and on vote the tweets on that and vote uh other than that that's all i got I'm this show. I am. I'm spent. Oh, so tired. <laughs> Oof. We're so tired. Oof. Oof. Going on. I should. Oof. We should count how many episodes that we've done. Because I know we did our 100th. Yeah. But I think we've already passed 200. Really? I think so. Like mm-hmm. it. We these add up once you do once a week and you yeah. don't stop. <laughs> like we don't stop. So maybe I'll just count them after i go to bed here okay so yeah anyway i'd be interested to see regardless uh until next time (laughs)
I've been Detroit to the Max Extreme. I am a GT3K. And we are off. <laughs>